two more minutes of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. I'm ready. Uh, ready for a little whiskey after that one, man. Oh yeah. I love the Americana stuff. Honestly, like it's really kind of a. Uh, you know, it brings you back a little bit to the older times, you know, like sitting on your porch maybe when you didn't have all the distractions, the TV, the radio, nothing, no frequencies flying through the air, no Wi-Fi, right? And you're just going to hang out and play some tunes. Yeah, it's probably a much better time. There's a good chance it was a better time. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like certain things weren't as good, but... You know what I'm well, saying? This whole like, thing, like if I could go back in time but have air conditioning. That's okay. That's where I'm at with you. It's like I love the AC, but like <laughs> all the other distractions of the modern world, man. Right? So I guess uh Yeah. You you gotta just accept the bad with the good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have the AC. I think I, I and when it comes down to it's not even the heat. I think we could bundle up without the heat, right? But I think it's the AC that's the uh, the oh, one that I need. Yeah. Oh, bundle up to cold's even better. You get cold, you get close, you cuddle. You start yeah. a fire. Right? Yeah. But the heat, but you, can't, you can't sleep in the heat, man. Nobody can sleep. You're sweating. The animals are pissed off. There's mosquitoes everywhere, man. Oh, mosquitoes. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the mosquitoes. Oh man, but it did. That's it was a nice little blue grassy kind of Americana old folky tune, and I really enjoyed it. We don't uh, do that a lot on the show. We're typically uh, raging through the classics or playing some <laughs> sort of modern age goofball tune that we need to make fun of. So uh, that was a nice, yeah. re- you know, kind of uh, refresh to be fresh, if you will. Little tradition, you know. Little tradition. I'm a again. I'm a big fan. I am friends with Big Anus. He is a mandolin playing maestro, and he also Ooh. enjoys uh, getting down on the old fiddle. And nice. these days, you know, when we were younger, we were big on the rock and roll and the jam bands, the Grateful Dead kind of stuff, the blues. But nowadays, whenever I see him, he's always talking fondly of the country. And the Southern Rock and the Americana Bluegrass. So, you know, I think as you get older, you start to appreciate that kind of music more. Which, maybe that's why country music is so popular these days, man. I mean, even the kids are into it. Well, I think that the country music, I think, just has more of a longing. It's just people longing for, like... I I think people want to love America. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they do. I think they want to love your home. This is our home. Yeah, man. I feel it, too. I think that's the truth. I I think that's what's happening these days. That's the energy. And we're kind of a part of a generation or so where maybe the ones underneath us, this kind of anti-Americanism with the woke movement and all that nonsense. So, and I mean, we were okay with it. You know, fuck the police. Uh, Yeah, you know, they're kind of killing black people at a higher rate. But that was back in the 90s, (laughs) you know? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Like, I, but then it just got too carried away. We're now like everybody's singing about how America's let them down. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate, and we got divided, and the woke movement kind of uh, led to a modern day segregation in some level. Take a look at the commercials. I always rag on the commercials. You, you'd be hard pressed to find a just a white guy in any commercial. 
at all. Uh, Also, when it comes to news anchors, and I watch a lot of local news, there are no more uh, white people that do news anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the studio still, some of them. But they're getting replaced quickly. Uh, You know, and it's funny, this whole... equality uh situation and everything and we were just talking about here you know some classic tunes and the best way to listen to classic tunes is to listen to them on vinyl i'm a big vinyl guy are you a vinyl collector do you get down at all uh, i wouldn't even have a place to keep the vinyl no so. place for the, the vinyl okay exactly so. well, uh i have the vinyls just a few and i'm a fan and i love going to places that sell them and now I've been awakened, as is the way in the woke world, to the reality of a kind of, you know, racist situation going on here in the you know, record store arena. So I, I hope I've had this on the docket for like a week and a half. You know what oh, I'm talking no about? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's been on no there. The whole... I... Are we talking automatic breaks? that's been out there for like a year Mike we're we're talking about we're talking and we could do it but no we're talking about record stores and a shocking shocking statistic about record stores sooner or later everything old is new again and that includes vinyl records outpacing CD sales for the first time since 1987 just last year but great year Great year, and not the shocking statistic I was uh, leaning on. 10,000 record shops that exist in the U.S., only 3% are black-owned. One group is working to change that. <laughs> Did you? Are you serious? Exist in the U.S., only 3% are black-owned. Yeah, only 3 <laughs> I'll do it again for you guys. But of the nearly 10,000 record shops that exist in the U.S., only 3% are black-owned. Oh One group God. Finally! Is- Finally, somebody tackling the real issues. <laughs> you guys know, like, World War III is about to break out over in the Middle East? Is anyone checking this out? Looking to change that. The Forever a Music Store Coalition supports black-owned music stores like this one, Legacy Records, right here in Dumbo, Brooklyn. So they're showing a black guy. He uh, owns what this record you store. <laughs> think to yourself, I want to open a record shop. Well, I love music, and... um. I'm an artist as well. Holly Ali says he founded the store. <laughs> you take pictures of pipes? In 2021 at the age of 28. And he's a member of FAMS. People want a human connection with music. Streaming kind of takes the human connection out of music sometimes. Ali adds business has been good, crediting much of his success to his hard work, inclusive space, and the mentorship from FAMS. They benefit from having a voice for him now to say, hey, we got someone that will look out for our best interests. Tobago Benito found it. This sounds like a mafia. I'm not going to yeah, lie. What? <laughs> what are we talking about here? This is a group called FAMS that is specifically designed to help black record store owners. It's literally called FAMS? Yeah, it's, it's an acronym. It's It stands oh, for Oh, no, we ain't the Gambino family. This is FAMS. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that I, I don't understand. It's like... This stuff is so funny. I'm sorry. It's just so funny because we come from a family of 
immigrants who like there was no like fams for them. They had their family, and then they like uh, <laughs> kind of lived with them until they f- worked really hard and saved some money. You know, and, like. It didn't matter because they were being prejudiced against because they were because all immigrants at that time were, you know, being discriminated. And it was just, it was a bad, uh, you know, it's just it's just how it's this country discri- works, man. It wasn't, even, uh, it wasn't even discrimination. Our grandpa didn't speak English. So he went to stores that spoke Italian. It's all I'm just saying it you just know? this is how it works. And I, I'm so I love this story. I love it because. You know, what I love about it is I guarantee Jared Polis signed some massive grant for some black record store somewhere in Denver where, like, five people go to on the regular day. I'm I'm sure we're competing with how much we're spending on black business-owned black record store. I mean, again, another thing, this is really going to solve the problems on the west side of Chicago. More (laughs) black record stores right next to their beautiful bike lane. That's going to solve all the problems of the black community it, on the west side of Chicago. I just really enjoy the idea of this racism. These people, this story's racist. It's incredible. Like, and you're also insulting black people. Like, what? Couldn't you just do a story about this guy who owns a record store and he's resurrecting the record business in this part of town? And what if it had nothing to do with his skin color? What if he was just a man who decided to change the culture in his neighborhood? That could have been a great story. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. We got to throw in the fact that only 3% of record stores are black owned and we're going to highlight this black guy because he's black. And the only reason he's special is not because he's a smart man who decided to run his own business. No, he's black. <laughs> Don't you see? Look at his skin color. That's why he succeeded. He's black. It's so crazy to me. Like that's that's the woke culture idealism is so nonsensical. And in, in this story itself, I see what you're doing. You're trying to celebrate this whole thing about this fams group, this mafia that pays money to help these black dudes run record stores. It's wonderful. But like, dude, oh, dude, so stupid. You're celebrating the wrong idea here. You know, we should be celebrating entrepreneurial. Oh, I can't even say it. Entrepreneurial. I can't even do it. Oh, dude, I'm. Guys, entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. <laughs> I just got over deep dived. We should celebrate being an entrepreneur in this country, and we should celebrate anyone, regardless of your skin color, of trying to do something good for your community. And it's just so insane to me that that has to be the focus. It's not that, you know, you're just overlapping everything this guy is doing with he's black. It's it's racist. That's all I'm saying. It's incredible. It's racist. Congratulations. I've been... And they they just throw out the statistic 3% are black owned. It's like, has anybody did anybody do a deep dive into those numbers? You know, maybe it's just because of like the communities. Maybe black people just don't listen to records. You know, that does seem like a very yuppie kind of, you know, hippie white guy thing to do. <laughs> it does, dude. It, right. This was making me think, though, that we are in a new month, and I was wondering, is you know, does this have something to do with a new group that we're celebrating? Like, is there, is that, you know, are, are we into, are we doing black owners now? Is this black owners month? 
It could be. No, we did that, remember? That was Black Business Month. It was like July. That was July. Okay, because uh, I, I don't no. think... Did we preview is, uh... Did we preview the November uh, Victimhood Awareness Month days? I don't think we did. And so what I would... What is it? I have no idea. Do we have anybody? Is this the first month where... It's got to be Native Americans. Don't you think Native Americans would get November because of Thanksgiving? <laughs> I feel like Thanksgiving, Native Americans, right? That that should, or Indigenous peoples. Or you can't call them. Native. Did I just do a uh, racial faux pas? I, think, with I an, thought November wasn't November uh, breast cancer. No, we just did breast cancer. It was all over October. all the morning shows in October, man. Oh, it was October. Oh, this is Alzheimer's awareness. What's that? I forgot what you said. Ah! <laughs> Come again? <laughs> Say that again, Sonny? I've already forgotten. <laughs> hey, yo! Uh, this got a Grammy. Way better than the Jimmys. No writers. <laughs> so it's uh, Alzheimer's Awareness Month? All right, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a lame one. They didn't stack any other uh, behemoths on this. Like uh, I feel I can't like get like a good whole like list. Yeah, they really went for. It. Well, we got veterans. I mean, Alzheimer's? Do they? I mean, how many of them even are gonna live to the end of the month? Yeah, good call. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when you're diagnosed with the Alzheimer's, it gets you pretty quick, right? Or maybe no, that's the long haul. Is it dementia that's the long haul, or the uh, the Alzheimer's? I feel like the dementia is the one where you're like. Uh, Your body keeps telling me, but I forgot. (laughs) What's that you say there, Sonny? All right, so we got the okay. So National Adoption Month, American Diabetes Month. Oh, Oh. I feel like diabetes should get a whole year. That's like we're all diabetic now. Well, not anymore. Everyone's on Wagovi and Ozempic. Oh, do we never even got to that? We've covered Holy we've covered shit. Ozempic more, I think, than anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's that guy that we both hate that was on Bill Maher? Oh, I'm excited. Uh, you're talking about uh, Galloway, Scott Galloway. Scott Galloway. Yeah, that's right, man. When he did that whole rant, he says, "Dude, he does this whole thing where he's like, uh, besides everything going on in the world, I do believe the o- Ozempic, McGovey, whatever." They're all going to have the greatest impact of our time. And I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, I actually agree with this guy. It's going to be fucked. Yeah, we're going to walk into this world of fucked up people. It's scary that he said that. He must know something. No. No. And then he went the other way with it. Where he started talking about how everybody's obese and how much better you feel after you take in Wagovi. He was saying it's going to have the greatest effect on our society because it's the answer to making us healthier. Wow. Wow. I was blown away. Oh, man. Blown away. Oh, man. Yeah. That is just... He was, uh, he was literally saying, like, we find, like, the number one, our number one problem in America is we're too fat, and we finally found a solution. No. <laughs> Frank, I swear. I was, like, dumbfounded. Oh, because he's a he's a science guy. He worships the god of science, so he of course is probably triple boosted, uh, right? And he yeah, probably no, loves that's what, the vaccine, and he's all. That's about what the kills science. me about that guy. 
and everybody like him. It's like I would uh, up until COVID, I always listened to you. Maybe agreed, maybe disagreed, but I always respected where you came from. Now it's like, dude, you have lost your fucking mind. If you think what Govi is a good thing. Oh man, it's so funny that you and I for the last year have been ragging on these stories about these weight loss miracles because it started as that. You could take a look at some of our episodes back in February and March. It was a miracle drug. We have Michael Strahan, you know, <laughs> talking all about it. We were strapped in, right? It was G-Force <laughs> wins, but we heard it. And then it slowly fed into, let's get Dr. Jen out here to talk about how glorious this drug is, but also there's some side effects. That was around June. And then then we started uh, getting the clips down there in about August, September, and it was like, uh, you know, Drew Barrymore or whatever her name is, uh, you know, (laughs) Passed out. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer's passed out. Little side effect, you get Amy Schumer face. Well, not only that, Amy Schumer's on an interview talking about how she's zombified and can't get up from the couch. and Couldn't play with her kid. Couldn't help her kid. And, you know, she's melting inside and her face is melting away. And all of a sudden you have Sharon Osbourne going out there saying everybody should, uh, you know, hold off on the Wagovi and the Ozempic. It literally destroys your insides. And now, what's what's the news on Ozempic? Oh yeah, it, you know you liquefy your intestines. And the worst part now is they're saying the stomach, <laughs> the paralysis. You can't even say straight. You can get stomach paralysis, and they don't know what's causing it or how to reverse it. Some people it goes back to normal, and now they're having problems. With some people they can't. Wow. So yeah. if you have intestinal paralysis does that mean you're just not you know digesting food look frank i'm just a plumber here i don't think any paralysis is good no (laughs) all paralysis bad news bad side effect i'm gonna say it's a bad side effect i tend to stay away from any uh vaccine or other (laughs) injection that may cause paralysis i present to you justin bieber (laughs) oh man yeah yeah, we should have all seen the red flags when Bieber got the half face frozen situation. It's amazing. And another guy just died, dude. All these guys are another dying. Another guy just died. Yeah, he's a star. I was not familiar with him from one of the daytime soap shows, I believe. Fifty nine, I want to say, in his fifties. Another. There's several tests. A lot of died suddenlies, man. Uh, I saw some stuff online about Matthew Perry, how there's allegedly some element of foul play potentially being investigated. I really believe he just took the vax, man, and, you know, his heart snapped on him. Did he ever say anything bad about Pfizer? No, was, he no was he was Travis Kelsey in that hot tub. With <laughs> no, him? he was a huge chill. <laughs> he posted stuff on Instagram or a while back or Twitter about getting the vax, and he was a vax man. Yeah, uh, I'm still, dude. I'm weirded out by the Travis God Kelsey, dude. The Travis Kelsey situation with Taylor Swift is the one of the most unsettling things that has occurred in this year to me. I feel like no. that is the weirdest news item, and I can't figure out there's some like mind manipulation or MK Ultra thing going on with this. I swear to God, like I there's something up with 
the scenario and I don't like it. I just know I don't like it. conspiracy theory lay it on me man i love a fresh conspiracy yeah well it's really funny because anybody who like all the guys that like football they're just pissed off they don't want to talk about travis kelsey and taylor swift fuck taylor swift you know so they're not even paying attention oh yeah but all you know all of our special friends out there uh (laughs) (laughs) tinfoil hat jobs well, more of our like feminine groups, mm. more of our feminine fans out oh, there yes. are. Uh, they're all calling into question the whole relationship. It's not they're real. They're the ones that are claiming it's just the NFL because they're apparently there's more recorded time of her with Travis Kelsey's mom than actually with him and her <laughs> together. Wow, man! And there's no photographic evidence of them kissing. Wow. Just canoodling, right? Wow. And they're saying, like, there's a picture of her leaving his house, but it's, like, the middle of the afternoon. You know, you don't get those, uh... Dude, you know every paparazzi is outside their house waiting to catch the (laughs) You know what I mean? Of the morning, you know, tossed hair, walking to the car. I believed from day one this was all fake, and it was designed for media purposes. She's not only at the end of her era's tour, but she's also releasing this mega IMAX film of the tour. It's going to be going out all winter. And I have another theory that I've been following, and it rang true bizarrely against the Broncos, which was the Chiefs were 4-0 leading into the Broncos game when she was present at the game. She wasn't at the Broncos game, and the Broncos won. And so I think if she's not at the game, you got to bet against the Chiefs. Mm. I think there's gambling elements here. That's just the Taylor bump, right? The Taylor bump. <laughs> you hear about the Taylor bump? Tell me about the Taylor bump. Ah, the Kelsey brothers talked about it on their awesome podcast. They have you the, played the clip. They have the number one podcast. Man. <laughs> I know it's so stupid when you start looking at everything going on, dude. The brother came out with a Netflix special. I know. And, and then, like a couple months later, you, it man. was so it was so fast that even myself was I was actually confused. <laughs> I was like, I thought this. I thought Kelsey was a center. What's going on here? He's a tight end. There's something very suspect about this whole scenario, and the whole country's wrapped up in it. It's it's just so, pure. so two guys you never heard of before. Now one brother has a, a special on Netflix. The other brother is dating Taylor Swift in the most famous relationship out there right now. I mean, does anybody realize uh, Brad and Angelina? No, no, no. Brad and the other one got married. Uh, who? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Benefer got married. Oh. Ben- That's what I was thinking of. And J- See, J-Lo? we're not even talking about it. J-Lo. So uh, I mentioned J-Lo to somebody today, and they said to me, I found this interesting. They said, you know, uh, I liked her acting career. 
not a fan of her music. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> I was like, that is a, that's an incredible take. I didn't expect it. I, and I was in. I was all in. I was in like Flint. There's no doubt, man. I, I loved it. I was like, oh, yeah. Name one good movie. I don't think, I didn't even ask. I, I liked what he said. I was all in. I just felt like, okay, yeah. I accept that. And then I said, you know who's the greatest actor in the world? Nick Cage. And he shook his head and walked away. <laughs> She was in so many movies. Holy shit! She's been in a lot of flicks. She's not bad, I guess. I don't know. I never oh, would have. She was in Ants. Yeah. Okay, that's the best movie she was in. Yeah, I know because you didn't know her. Ants. <laughs> oh yeah, she is Anaconda. That's a great. Anaconda has so many great actors in it, man. And, uh... John Voight. Like, come on, dude. Oh, she was in Jack. Wow. Like yeah. Robin Williams? Yeah. Blows my mind, man. Was she like That's a nurse? Amazing. Hot nurse? Gotta be a hot nurse. Or teacher. Uh, I don't remember. It's crazy. I'm trying to find Jack. out. Jack? I thought she was the mom or something. Yeah, I think she was the mom. Oh, no, the teacher, yeah. Jack was weird. That kind of like ended it for Robin Williams for a little bit, I feel like. He, like, he was on a roll, and then he did Jack, and it was almost like, I don't know. That was a weird one. Yeah, why did he do it? It crossed a few boundaries in that one, I feel like. <laughs> did it? Yeah, I don't know. It was based off like a sort of true story. I don't know. He did that and then Patch Adams. Remember Patch Adams? I thought that Patch Adams was a good movie. I'm not saying it was bad. I just feel like he he got like into this weird mix where he was like serious actor but funny guy. Doesn't really mix. Yeah. I don't know. Do he was that. good. Patch Adams was funny. Made you know. Uh, Patch Adams is all right, dude. Fucking uh, <laughs> Anaconda might be one of the greatest casts. No, I, I we've brought of this up in the time, past. Dude. It's got Ice Cube. I just I you Ice saying J Lo was in it? I that blew my mind just because of how many how many people are in Anaconda? How many? Owen Wilson, yes. John Voight, Danny Trejo. God, it's it's an all star cast, man. <laughs> it's incredible. Forty one on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's it's not the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty four with the audience. It's got a great cast. I think it's based on a Michael Crichton book, if I'm not mistaken. I recall, I think I read that one. Michael Crichton? I think so. They made like three more after it, right? Yeah, I'm sure they did. You could definitely franchise something like that. But Michael Crichton, before he died, man, I mean, they they utilized him for a bunch of blockbusters. I mean, Sphere, Jurassic Park. Like, he, he was the guy for the sci-fi <laughs> action in the 90s, man. I Dude. think Anaconda was in it, too. I think he's an Anaconda man. I don't know. Fuck Anaconda. Ants. 1998. Oh, it's the all-star we, cast. Sylvester Stallone? Bro, Come on. Sylvester Stallone! You got Woody Allen, Sharon Stone, J-Lo, Gene Hackman, Danny Glover, Christopher Walken. The worst job for Ants was the guy who had to isolate Sly Stallone's microphone for his voice. Of, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. That's all. No, you don't understand. I usually just yell, Adrian! <laughs> 
Yeah, did you just take it from there? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> what a great cast, dude. All these dead actors now? Yeah, they're well, they all got the vaccine, man. Oh, that's yeah. that's the problem with the in the uh, modern new world, the new normal, right? We got, uh, dude, that guy, uh, Grant, Grant, shout, shout. Isn't oh. that the guy from like Reservoir no. Dogs? Yeah, I'm not familiar, but I'll let it slide. Oh, never mind. Totally different guy. Yeah, you didn't really pronounce his name right, and I, uh, <laughs> not even gonna dig. I'm sure they had a lot of weirdo voices on that, on that movie. Ants was cool. Ants is funny because they did the Bugs Life and this. They came out all these movies. They still do it, but they always come out with the same concepts simultaneously. So we were graced with Ants and Bugs Life, a movie about ants. Right. Right. <laughs> no, not to be fun. It was an ant in a bug's world. Yes, but the main character in both movies were ants. Right. Oh, see, it wasn't just me. Everybody else confused. Well, not everybody, but a few other assholes. Tim Roth is who I confused him with. Oh, yeah, Tim Roth. Yeah, and Mr. I think he Mr. was Mr. in Ants. Yeah, that's right. The no, ba- he wasn't in Ants. I think he was. Wasn't he the bad guy? I feel like he was in Ants. No, no, that's right. the guy I was confusing him with. It's too bad. Tim Roth, yeah. man, I'm a fan of the Tim Roth. He's in the Reservoir Dogs. He's also he's the couple who do, they do the opening robbery scene in Pulp Fiction. Oh, he is in there. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Tim Roth. He's he's one of the favorites of the Quentin Tarantino. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's good stuff, man. I'm done. <laughs> Ants. Oh, good tangent. Thank you for the black record owners for bringing us to. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And, and hey, look, it's crazy when, you know, you just never know when different personalities are behind different faces, and that's why I've stayed away from this story for a long time, but... I finally found a gem, and I think you're going to enjoy this one, Mike. I don't know if you're up to par with what's going on with George Santos and how they're going after him and the house or whatever. I, I, didn't, I haven't been following it, but I have a clip of Amy Goodman reporting on it, and this, this is a good one. House lawmakers have rejected a resolution if, to expel... If there, was a, if there was a gauge for how distracted... Uh, the American population is. George Santos is all the way to the. This right. is why, yes, we're, I. We're so distracted, nobody cares no, about trust George me. Santos. <laughs> I've re- I've refused to cover this for so long because it's all it's always tucked in there. But I just I saw how she reported on this, and I can't get over what she says in this. I I can't figure out why she says it. Amy Goodman usually reports news, but she sneaks in a doozy, and you're gonna catch it. Have rejected a resolution to expel New York Republican Congressmember George Santos over his litany of lies and alleged criminal behavior. Santos, if that's his real name, has admitted. <laughs> what? Oh, I love that. That's what they're all saying on the left. What? That's how they all talk about him. Yeah, that's all the podcast. Yeah. Where does? Where's this from? Ju- I I don't even know anything about this. Because he lied about everything. He might as well have even lied about his name. No. They... Oh, yeah, Frank. He lied about everything. Oh, this is beautiful. 
of lies and alleged criminal behavior. Santos, if that's his real name, has admitted to fabricating his educational background, employment history, and religion. He faces nearly... It's just such a weird thing to say. <laughs> if that's his real name. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, Three dozen yeah. federal charges, including wire fraud, money laundering, and theft. So it caught my attention, so I'm interested. Like, why, why are they so into this guy? public funds. This is New York Republican Congress member Anthony Desposito. We have learned about countless lies, deceptions, and 23 charges against Mr. Santos. It is in the best interest of the constituents of New York 3 and all Americans that he is expelled from the House of Representatives. Newly elected House Speaker Mike Johnson joined 181 other Republicans and 31 Democrats voting against expelling Santos. Maryland Democratic Senator, uh, Congress member Jamie Raskin wrote after the vote, quote, this would be a terrible precedent to set, expelling people who've not been convicted of a crime and without internal due process. And yeah, because then we could start expelling everyone who's on the Hunter Biden laptops. See how this works, Then you people? would have nobody left in Congress. Yes. You would literally, like, whoever takes... Okay, Republicans own the House. There's no more Democrats. Exactly. Democrats own the Senate. All the Republicans have been kicked out. I can't like, believe this idea was floated. That literally is the end of democracy. But, Frank, the Democrats have to end it to save it. <laughs> God, you're so. Sometimes I feel like you're just so stupid. You don't see what the end goal is. <laughs> Save democracy, Frank. You know, <laughs> we strip people off the ballots, even if they win the election. We find a way to get them out of that seat. Uh-huh. Democracy. You know, um, I just can't get over this stuff. It, especially because right now in Colorado, we're trying to just, you know get any Republican off the ballot. If you're a Republican, we, oh, we don't even want to have... Yeah, we just don't want you to have the option to vote for you anymore. Oh, yeah, they don't want anybody but Joe Biden. Can you imagine you go to... <laughs> there's a possibility we go to the ballot box there on November uh, 2nd, 4th. When is it? See, I don't even know. I'm. Uh... Well, it depends if you're a Democrat or a Republican. If you're a Democrat, it's November 1st through the 11th, depending on the count. And <laughs> It's the first Tuesday of November, right? <laughs> Everyone's going to go to the ballot box, and there is a potential chance that there will be no president on the ballot box. There could be, like, nobody there. Oh, no, Biden will be there. Yeah, that's right. One of the puppets. One of the Biden machines. Right. You got to have Biden on the ticket. It's just going to be him. It's a cr- oh, yeah, this is really funny. George Santos. To be fair, though, this guy's an idiot. He lied. He literally... But you people voted him in. I know. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you, you people in New York are so dumb that you can't spot a liar, you know? Like, at least in Illinois, we know our liars and cheats are liars and cheats. Yeah, that's why they get voted in, to be a liar and cheat for your little section of the neighborhood, right? The aldermans and everyone. Well, like I was gonna... hoping that you would cheat a little for me. That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cut a little slice of that pie for the common man. Yeah, Mom, my vote ain't free. <laughs> Well, either way, my whole uh, my whole thing on that clip was just Amy Goodman reporting. I didn't know that was a thing. You're shocking my system right now, uh, implying oh, that yeah. that is what like the 
the Trump safe pod guys and everybody else out there are, are saying. That's crazy. Yeah, because remember he said he was Cuban and that's why they were going after him. And so now they're like, he's probably not even a Santos. Not even Cuban. <laughs> yeah, well, there was more. There were more important things going on in the Senate and in D.C. And I think people need to be focusing on the really important issues, which is funding Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited Capitol Hill Tuesday to try and convince lawmakers to approve aid for both Ukraine and Israel. But Republicans in the House are pushing a different plan. A bill unveiled Monday leaves out Ukraine completely and would give Israel more than $14 billion. Paid for, say Republican leaders, by cutting money for the IRS. It's a plan the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget argues would actually increase the country's deficit upwards of $30 billion. The White House calls it a non-starter, and the lack of Ukraine aid also has some Senate Republicans pushing back. To Such as Lady G. The package is, is naive because the threats are in, have commonality. So it may be not popular for certain Republicans to support Ukraine funding. I don't know why. Nobody supports whatever money laundering scheme you assholes have going on in Ukraine. The <sighs> jig is up. We know what's going on. It's Let's amazing. think about who you had like fighting for your battle. You used to have everybody. You had Hollywood. You had Republic. You had Mitch McConnell out there. You know what I'm saying? Now you got Lindsey Graham. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm just... Isn't this kind of crazy that, like... Did, what sounded crazy about that bill that they proposed or that, you know what I'm saying? The Well, no, no, it doesn't sound crazy at all because we spent the last 20 months sending money and ammunition to Ukraine. Right. And I don't, I don't see any missiles flying in the air. Every time I turn on the news, it's Israel shooting missiles. Okay, so yeah, let's send Israel missiles. Clearly they need it. <laughs> We we did not send a lot of people over to Poland to do the photo ops with Zelensky, but one of the people we did send was Lindsey Graham. He went over there <laughs> and did the photo op, oh, the handshaking. Yeah. So Lindsey Graham clearly heavily invested. Well, to be fair, in they Ukraine. just sent Lindsey Graham to make Zelensky look tall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? It's funny, they send all the short people. <laughs> we need a five seven. Who's in Congress that's a five seven? <laughs> We need three women and Lindsey Graham. Wow. Might be it. No, I do. Nancy Pelosi went there. Her son works at Burisma or did. I mean, everybody who's there has family ties to money laundering schemes with these fake companies in Ukraine. Lindsey Graham's one of them. And he's standing here saying, like, I can't believe all these Republicans and 31 Democrats voted to not send money to Ukraine. Yeah, because everyone's tired of you guys laundering our money so you can line your pockets. We know you're lining your pockets. We're tired of it. Have you have you seen the economy? Have you seen Bidenomics? But not only that, dude, I sent you the clip. The Ukrainian heads are admitting that one, the war has been in a stalemate. Yes, for I a saw long that. time. Yes, that they're not even really fighting anymore, and <laughs> they admitted that they are stealing everything they can out of Ukraine. They're just they 
know it's a lost cause and they have just been stealing what they can and getting what they can out of it. Bidens and everybody else in Washington who are huge supporters of this and who are fighting for this tooth and nail. These are the people who are getting the kickbacks and the 10%. Yes, these are the big guys. for sure. So, Lindsey Graham. For sure. Lindsey Graham, I hate to say it, but you've outed yourself. It's true. <laughs> and we all know you're gay. We've known for a long time. But you've outed yourself as someone who's lining his pockets and getting kickbacks from oh, the same thing with Joe Biden. Same Frank, with Joe imagine, Biden. imagine your girlfriend's accusing you of having a second girlfriend that she doesn't know about. Oh, yeah. Like, baby. <laughs> like, baby. Maybe Kim, she's not my girl other girlfriend. I'm not sleeping with her. We have no relationship. And then Christmas comes, you get a big bonus. And you're like, you know, we should give half to Kim. Oh, <laughs> might be a bad move. Why, why are you giving her half? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's literally what's going on here. Now that Israel's going on, you're like, well, we got to give money. We got to connect it with the money to Ukraine. Why? Why? They're, yeah. They're totally different fights. Well, really, I don't think there's a fight actually going on in Ukraine. I think what we saw in Ukraine, you know, in comparison to Israel, it's this is a, uh, we saw a wag the dog. It just happened for a year plus, and it was a laundering scheme. If you need any proof of the laundering scheme, take a look at the trial currently underway with Sam Bankman Freed. He ran a bogus crypto company that had commercials during the Super Bowl starring Tom Brady. And his scheme was funneling money through Ukraine into the DNC. In fact, he was the number two donor to the DNC. Number two to, I believe, George Soros, if you need to understand who's donating to the Democratic Party. Yeah. And so... well, dude, and when he, dude, Joe Biden goes out there and gives a speech about $100 billion that he needs, but most of it is going to the country, we are accusing you of being in bed with. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We've Absolutely. been accusing you of sleeping with this girl forever, and then now you want to give more money to that girl than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you're just it. kind of proving the point. <laughs> you're kind of proving the point. Well, I just found that fascinating. I like the moves. It's not, this new speaker. It also kind of puts a it shines a light a bit on McCarthy and some of the rhinos, if you will, in our Congress and Senate. There's a lot of characters in there that claim to be Republicans but seem to just be part of the machine. This, you know, it's just not black and white like they want to make it. You know what I mean? There's different groups within the groups and. There's several third and fourth parties, I believe, and they're just aligned in different ways. Uh, I, it's possible more of us than we'd like to admit align with the uh, Lauren Boberts and the Matt Gates of the world than anyone else in D.C. Oh, Matt Gates, dude, you want his number on speed dial. Apparently, apparently, he can unHitler you. Wow. Kevin <clears throat> McCarthy was Hitler. That's right. I mean, he might as well have been Hitler reincarnated, Frank. And then, 
Matt Gates voted him out on Hitler. He was on Hitler. Oh, good call. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, McCarthy. Yeah, I might have not agreed with him on every point, but he was a Republican you could work <laughs> with. <laughs> not like Hitler. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Adolf Johnson. Adolf. We just... <laughs> <laughs> the the guy you never heard of before is now Hitler 2.0 taking over the European continent. Like that is, it's insane. Absolutely nuts. And here in Colorado, we had huge breaking news this week. Uh, Ken Buck is stepping down after his term here. He's a Republican, and there's going to be a mad dash for his seat, and already there's some mega, mega individuals uh, trying to claim the throne. So, you know, I, I think, unfortunately... There's going to be more Matt Gateses of the world entering the political forum uh, going forward, and these these dudes are looking for a fight. You know, I think we're going to start seeing people who were business owners and got shut down during the pandemic, people who have some reserved wealth that can maybe make a little local run in politics, get into Congress. Uh, we've already seen it uh, in the last couple of years. That's literally, that's how Lauren Boebert got in there. And, and yeah. you know, I'm, I think you're going to start seeing more of it. I think on the local level, man, people are pissed off. And, and uh, here in Colorado, we've been seeing a lot of wild political changes, a lot of them for the worse, some of them for the better. I'm a big fan of the legal pot industry. We are uh, one of the premier states at the forefront of the legal mushroom industry that is is starting to gonna you know it's hitting the scene if you will uh there was a clip this week i breezed over it it was a pilot who tried to take over a flight do, do you remember this about a few days yeah, ago yeah he was on like the jump seat or whatever yeah man they they got on me he didn't take it over luckily uh apparently then there was another incident in a plane which was pretty intense but it, it drew me back to the original one, and I noticed something that they were keying in on repeatedly, and uh, let's see if you uh, catch it here. The Delta pilot charged after allegedly pulling a gun Folks, on the captain in the car. I'm sorry, I didn't warn you. I hope you got the <laughs> uh, the parted doo-wop and you, know, you oh, yeah. took a shower. They got a shower today. Spraying a little of that banaca for my man Dave Muir. You know him. <laughs> He's an animal, all right? The Delta pilot charged after allegedly pulling a gun on the captain in the cockpit while they were mid-flight. Wait a minute, they can have guns, but I can't have toothpaste? I know, and did you hear how aggressively he said cockpit? I mean, I, it, I don't know. <laughs> I'm blushing. I don't know about you guys out there. The Delta pilot oh, Dave, charged. is it warm in here, or is it just you? I, I warned you, he's an animal. After allegedly <laughs> pulling a gun on the captain in the cockpit, while they were mid-flight, ABC's Gio Benitez really emphasized that, that cock. was allegedly <laughs> angry about. Tonight, a Delta pilot is facing criminal charges after allegedly pulling a gun on the captain in the cockpit. A grand jury in Utah indicting First Officer Jonathan Dunn for assaulting and intimidating a crew member back in August 2022. It happened after a disagreement over whether to divert the flight for a passenger's medical emergency. Dunn, allegedly with gun in hand, is accused of telling his co-pilot, the captain, that he would be shot multiple times if the captain diverted the flight. <laughs> the Department of Transportation's Office of Inspector yeah. General says Dunn... To be fair, to be fair, the hooker he had on call. <laughs> I, I just... 
there was something. He had to be somewhere, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Where did you have to go? <laughs> he was meeting his drug dealer for sure. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> there was something going on. He had to be somewhere, dude. You don't just pull out a gun. That's what I'm saying, man. This, like, you imagine he pulls it out. You, you're the other pilot. Like, you've been hiding that this whole time, dude. What's going on? Here? We got like four overweight families and a couple old people on this floor. Like, what, are we, what are we flying here? That's such an extreme Did moment. Dude. Was authorized to carry a gun in the cockpit through the TSA's Federal Flight Deck Officer program that was put in place after 9-11. It's part of a layered program that TSA has in place to protect the traveling public. It comes just days after off-duty Alaska Airlines. If you guys have guns in the cockpit and undercover feds on the flight why are we still taking off our shoes man this is so insane you still make us it's just to embarrass us you make us take the belt off and the shoes just to make us be feeble and in servants I i know the tube could hold three ounces but it's half empty just get doesn't that count as one and a half ounce of toothpaste can i just get let me in with a half tube of toothpaste you guys are packing heat in the cockpit, I should be able to carry a box cutter. Are you kidding me at this point, dude? You got a gun? It's loaded? A uh, box cutter a little far. I can do a lot of damage with the box cutter. I'm just saying, you know, they did this because of the box cutter, all right? I just don't want to have to throw out my water. I just want to remind everybody, it took over four flights, 18 guys, box cutters. They never learned how to land a plane, and uh, one passport survived the entire situation, and it landed on the streets of Manhattan. To be fair, they were Muslims from the Middle East. They smelled like shit. Nobody wanted to touch <laughs> They were Saudis. Never forget, people. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. That's the best part. We've been at war with every country since then, except the one country they came they from. They would kiss Saudi Arabia's ass. It's unbelievable, uh, too. Oh, they could murder people in hotels, and we look the other way. Are you talking about Mandalay Bay? We're not allowed to talk about Mandalay Bay that way, uh, because, uh, you know, Bay? yeah, it was definitely, dude, a lot of reports, a lot of people... And a lot of claims are out there that basically point to, and this is real, Saudis having control of an actual helicopter and firing into the crowd from the helicopter. Oh, that's what you're talking about, Minnelli Bay. Uh, I was talking about the, uh, the reporter that got dismembered in the embassy. Oh, yeah. Khashoggi. Khashoggi. For those that don't know, that is literally why you were paying $5 for gas. Yeah, it's Khashoggi. Because Joe Biden said he was going to go after the fucking Saudi guy over some journalist that got murdered. Khashoggi, he worked for the... I think I'm... Yeah, it was Khashoggi. Yeah, and he worked for Washington Post. And I was talking about how uh, MBS was at Mandalay Bay, allegedly for a, a fight, a boxing match, and that's when the shooting occurred, the mass shooting in Vegas, and uh, there are a lot of reports that it was a botched hit job, and there were helicopters that were being operated by people from the Middle East, and they were firing in, into the crowd. There's There's just so much weird stuff about that one, but all the terrorist attacks in America... They they tend to kind of always uh, have some Saudis involved. <laughs> you know, it's oh, just yeah. it's just oh, kind a of a little how touch of the CIA, <laughs> a little CIA, MI six, a little Saudi. Uh, you got to get some I'm of sure those uh, Israelis. Uh... <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I cut you off. 
Oh, no. That was it. Yeah. I was just naming <laughs> spy agencies that were probably involved. <laughs> All uh, of them, man. I'll just think, we'll know, we'll know for sure if Mandalay Bay was CIA if they sue Alex Jones for a billion dollars. Good call. <laughs> Absolutely. Where's David Hogg? That's the giveaway. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. No, you didn't see any masked gunmen running into the woods at Sandy Hook. It was this crazy guy that we created in a AI composite. Uh, all right, so we <laughs> I got to finish this clip. I love this co-pilot with the gun. They're going to talk about the other guy who tried to take over the flight. Pilot Joseph David Emerson pleaded not guilty to 83 counts of attempted murder for allegedly trying to crash a passenger jet. That pilot telling police he was having a nervous breakdown after consuming psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> Mushrooms, wow. yeah, dude. I'm telling you right now, you're gonna start seeing a lot of reports about people <coughs> doing crazy shit after taking mushrooms. I think the medical big pharma does not want mushrooms to hit the mainstream. Mm. It would ruin all their SSS, SSRIs. Exactly, and the SSRIs yeah. are what lead to these mass shootings and. How could the Democrats get their mass shootings to, sure, you know, sure. end our rights to gun ownership, right? If they don't have their SSRIs, so we need the SSRIs for did the meaning. Did you did you hear about the mass shooting thing? Laid on me, because I, I I know so, it's this phenomenon is directly linked to the drugs. So that's a, so if you go if you just turn on local news in Chicago, you'll hear uh, four shot today. And what is the city's 634th mass shooting? <laughs> wow. And you're like, wait a minute. We had 600 mass shootings? I thought a mass shooting was a, a, a thought-to-be-normal guy. Goes out and just kills innocent people. Right? <laughs> That's right. They started counting gang shootings. So anytime three or more people get shot, it's a mass shooting. Even if it's like one gang member shot three gangs. You got to boost those COVID numbers one way or another, man. You know what I'm saying? You just count everything as a death uh, to whatever no, category do you, know you why want. They started, no, do you know why they started doing that? No. <laughs> they had to start including gang violence in mass shootings so that it would skew the numbers of who is on SSRIs. If you take out gang violence... Almost all the mass shootings are 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 uh, committed by people on some sort of SSRI. And SSRIs, because I am one of the most retarded people on the planet. What does it stand for? What are they are at? Like, what oh, are fuck, they? You I know? don't know what it stands for. But, but an SSRI is anti antidepressant, anti anxiety. I always hear SSRI, but I you know, and I sound, I think I sound smart when I say it, but I then I think like you know what. What am I really talking about here? Am I? Am, are so, we? Oh it, no! I, yeah, what is it? I I thought you got it. It's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. So right there, that to me sounds like MK Ultra mind control drug. <laughs> right there, like that. Those words together scream MK Ultra. Catch up on the wall. Catch up on the wall. Catch up on the wall. Like it just. To me, it seems like you take these drugs, you're a zoned-out zombie your whole life for several years. All of a sudden, we send out a signal. You see a news item. 
where we repeat a phrase over and over again. It triggers something in this mind of yours after we've drugged it up for a couple of years and you're zoned out and zombied out and you just max out your credit card down the street, buy a bunch of automatic weapons, and then you go down to the uh, elementary school in Uvalde. Yeah, I think it was just they came up with this drug and uh, without really fully testing it or understanding it, they, they started giving it up. Man, no, I'm way... Mass quantities. There's no way the CIA didn't do their little coup d'etat with Kennedy in the 60s and then take over this country and not decide to mind control and manipulate the entire population of America. They need to in order to keep us subdued. And what better way than using pharmaceuticals? Everyone is drugged up, man. And if you ain't drugged on their pharmaceuticals, don't worry. We legalized pot, dude. You could just go buy some weed, bro. Uh, And it's not just the weed your dad and mom used to smoke. This is high-concentrate super weed, man. It's got all the wax and the goo, uh, and it's, you know, 35%, 90%, whatever. Dude, uh... Theo Vaughn had Tucker Carlson on his podcast. Right on. All right. And uh, they started talking about, like, the Democrats and everything. And uh, Theo Vaughn brought up that he was at, like, this party and there were, like, some elites there. And he said he heard something he never thought he'd, he never thought of before. And it blew his mind. He said that this, this very prominent Democrat told, told him, that their whole goal is to give everybody enough so that they don't disrupt their power. Pretty much, here's the weed. We'll give you a couple checks. We'll pay your load. We're going to do everything we want. Just stay dumb. Stay high. Stay dumb. Stay poor. Just don't bother us. They give you just enough that you don't start the revolution. Absolutely. It's the bread and circus, or the cake and circus, man. That's, uh, yeah. They know it. They've been doing it for thousands of years. That's why we're headed down the path of idiocracy. Take a look around. Everyone's got an OnlyFans, or they're, only, they're, they're fans of OnlyFans, right? Where, hey, leave me alone. I'm baiting. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, that's Dude, that's all I can think. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're stoned out of our minds, and we're... <clears throat> Hooked to the porn machine, and we oh, got the video dude, Bill games. Bill Maher did that whole rant about how, like, no, it's totally normal to have this relationship with a porn actress. That's not a relationship. <laughs> no, that's, that's you just that's you paying this girl and jerking off to her photo. That's not a, rela- <laughs> not a relationship. <laughs>